Welcome to Pull a Pin Ready, a place where average veterans come to share their opinions about the world we live in. We can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions. But we promise you, we'll give them to you anyway. I'm Jim. And I'm Nate. And let's pull a pin ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. So you know this is the War Room episode. For those of you who watch us enough, you know this. That's kind of all we do lately because that's kind of all we have time for. Um, we'd love to bring you detailed conversation about certain topics, but that would require research, which is uh, probably a waste of our time at this point anyway. Um, but we will more than likely entertain you if you really had a request. We might we might find some time. I don't know. But in the meantime, we're just going to grab some headlines from the mainstream media where we're going to talk about whether we've read the article or not. Probably not because we're busy like you guys, right? We all know you got work and bills and kids and all that other stuff. So you don't have time to read it. So we're going to tell you what, exactly what it's about. And we're going to tell you how to feel about it, too, if you want to be mad. If not, then um, you don't need our opinion. But our opinion is important because of what, Nate? Because we're just average veterans. We're better in the world than we know everything. Yes. So you got to listen to us because we know. All right. Let's get into some headlines. I'm sure we got some good stuff today. Boom. Republican bill with massive boost to junior enlisted pay sparks veto threat from Biden. What else is in the bill? Right. Right. First question, what's in the bill? Second question is Biden's not really vetoing this. So who's make vetoing this, it? Make this a standalone bill. Then if it doesn't pass, then you got problems. Yeah. Them, all bills should be, right? This is not a Democrat-Republican thing. All bills should be about what they're about, and that's it. Yeah, nothing else. No earmarks and all the crap inside of them. And when you have a bill that's 87 pages long, just right. get out of here. And when there's a compromise, you know, even if even if you say, let's say the bill includes something about restructuring rank that they don't like or something like that or whatever, or not targeting people because of their uh, Trump affiliations or whatever, even if it's got something they don't agree with, take it out, get this passed, and then pass another bill. You know what I mean? Make another bill specific to whatever they pulled out. I don't understand why these guys be so complicated. It's bad enough they need to pass... 500 bills a year just to make sure their job security is there. Right, exactly, yeah. You know, nobody keep up. Because you imagine, like, it's bad enough. See, that's the funny part about these people. We know they're not doing crap because they're not even writing the bills. They're having people write them for them. Probably now chat AI, whatever's writing them. They're not even reading them. Right, they don't even read them, right? So they're not doing crap. They're making money, living off the, you know, the government teat, our taxpayer dollars, right? Pretending they're doing something. And they're not, but they have to pretend they're doing something. We'd rather them run the country right and do nothing and get paid to do nothing because they did a great job running the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're afraid that though, if they're in that position, we won't need them. Yes, we still need you because decisions still have to be made. You know, maybe maybe we need a, little, a different approach. Maybe, I don't know, like the, the, maybe it shouldn't be salary-based. Maybe it should be like an additional duty. I saw some Joe, I don't know what his MOS was, what he was doing, but he said salary should be based, based on job. Like the, like the HR person shouldn't get paid the same thing as a tanker. Sure. In the military? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That makes sense. And you know what that'll stop? I mean, they, they try the combat pay and all that stuff for people going doing war, but that'll stop people from going in and, you know, just doing you know, what they want to avoid combat or, or promoting their buddies. But then again, HR, I mean, you, you think those jobs might make more. Or would I just they? use it as an example. I, I, I'm, just, I'm not saying that you pay less or, less or more than a tanker. I'm just saying those two should be paid the same. 
Right, but, right. But of, of course, we should pay more. I'm, I'm HR. Of course, they should be paying more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And like, but my thought was that if these people are not sitting in a job doing work all day long, because look, I belong to a commission in my local town. I don't get paid. I volunteer, which is why I don't have a lot of time for all this stuff. I don't get paid for that. But I'm literally taking my time to support the town, you know, the community. And, you know, so, all these people complain about, oh, the CEO makes this much and his employees only make this much. That's ridiculous. Well, look at a four-star general. Look at a private. Well, yeah. Who, why would you complain a CEO makes? No, I mean, all, these, you, all these people are saying CEOs make all this money, but other people that they employ are making minimum wage and, you know, they're not taking care of their employees and this and that. So you just. Well, <clears> you, could probably, you could probably make an argument for percentages, right? Even though they're made <clears> up on the spot. But you can make an argument for percentages, right? Say. If the CEO makes X amount of dollars, his employees must make this percent of whatever his pay is. So if the chief of staff makes X amount of dollars, then the private should make this much money, right? I, I, you know why I said you can make an argument for that? Because think about it. If the money's there, it like compared to the NFL, you're very familiar with sports, right? How are these people making millions of dollars? And if they're making millions of dollars, the people above them got to be making more, right? Oh, yeah. So how is they making millions of dollars, but the guy at concession stands making $15 an hour, luckily? You know what I mean? So uh, mm -hmm. what I'm saying is there's so much money in the industry, it should be divided on some sort of scale. And you just work your way up the scale if you want more money. It's just that simple. And that requires skills and education and stuff like that. I don't I'm think gonna, that's hard. I'm going to kind of argue that because the, the person at the concession stand works for a different company than the person playing football. Right, two, two, but, two different companies. Right, but the people who own the team are paying the, the company that hires the concession people. So that's a scale in its own. Well, how are do they, they get paid? Are they? How? I don't know. I'm asking. Are they? Though? Well, the money's coming from someone. So, so when you go buy a ticket, it's where's coming that money from? Go? Coming from? Oh, the ticket goes to the probably goes to the. I don't know. Good question. Well, that's my point. Is there, whoever's in the system, obviously business. So some yeah. of that ticket could go to the. The company, some of it could go to the stadium, some of it could go. The NHL gets their cut, right? So if all they're responsible for is their players, then I understand that. You know what I mean? So they're they're getting millions up here and they're disseminating through their players, right? So I understand that if that's where the money's coming from. If it's somebody's own personal money and they're just choosing to pay players a lot because they have the money, which makes you think that because of like the New York Mets, right? That guy bought the team and all of a sudden he's paying – overpaying for all these players that suck anyway and they can't even get the playoffs. But um, that's my point. So if the money's coming from a private person and he chooses to spend his money, however, you know, that might be a kink in the, in the, in the, in the plan. But in well, the end, I think it still yeah. looks better. Well, maybe they spent more money. They wouldn't have this problem. Good. Yeah. Good point. Right. Anyway, I'm trying to break down business and I can't even talk about what I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, Air Force to miss recruiting goal for the first time more than two decades. I don't think they're the only one. Hmm? I don't think they're the only one missing recruiting goals. I, I, right, but I, think about I, it. I just don't know why they can't recruit anymore. I just don't know why. Right, because all you MAGA folks who usually join the I military just don't know. country suck. I don't know why. Oh, oh. Oh, you think it's money? <laughs> well, I mean, I think people did uh, it part of it, money part before. Of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, this is the problem right here. Government. Government's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, you know why this scares me? Because think about it. How hard is it to get in the Air Force? Right? Air Force didn't come you didn't you didn't get to go walk in the Air Force recruiting station and say, I want to join the Air Force. 
Uh-uh. You had to have certain criteria, right? So that tells you the Air Force would be the first branch to always fill up because everybody would go in the Air Force, especially all the veterans that have people that know Air Force is the way to go, right? So you think if they can't meet recruiting uh, goals, there's no way the other branches are. No. Because all the Air Force would have to do is lower some of their standards and they'll take all the people trying to go to the other branches. You know that. So at the end, this is scary because clearly we have a problem recruiting all of our military. And I, I understand why. It's almost like the police force. Except in the police force, people can see the avenue to corruption and control. So if you missed your recruiting goal, <clears throat> should there be a draft? There will be. There will have to be a draft if if we go to war. If World and War Three starts, we, we, there have to be a draft. And all able-bodied Americans are eligible for the draft, right? E uh, equality, equal opportunity, equal whatever whatever the thing is nowadays. Mm -hmm. They should all be eligible, right? Oh, I agree. Okay, just checking. But that's not how it's going to work. But you know that. <laughs> I agree, though. Yeah, I, I think it's and it's sad because, like I said, when the Air Force can't meet their goals. You know there's a problem recruiting. You know it because they can pan pick whoever they want. Or, or, or is it the opposite way? Is it because they're they have these higher standards that they can't meet them? Or should it be the army should never miss a goal because anybody can get in the army? You know what I mean? You look at that way. But right. But if there's not enough people applying, the army will never get their goal. Yeah. If there's if there's ten people that go to the army, ten go to the marines, ten go to the air force, ten go to the navy. The Navy will take all 40 because all, all of them want to go to the Navy or the Navy, the Navy, the Air, the Air Force could take all 40, right? Because the Air Force is the branch to be, let's be real. Unless you want to go out and just kill people or whatever your desire is, um, you, the Air Force is the way to go. I mean, we pick on them all the time or I, I pick on them all the time, but they're a job, dude. It's not a, 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 it's not a military branch in the sense of military. There's a few people in the Air Force, yes. You know, pilots that go into combat zones and risk their lives. There's engineers. There's there's people that do go. But for the most part, the general population of the Air Force is support. They're not going into combat. They're not risking their lives. They're not, you know what I mean? So that's a place to be where if you want to serve and say, I'm a veteran, which is why, like, when you get that, you remember we tried to do the Vivek thing with the Breakfast Club? That lady, I think she's an Air Force veteran. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say they're stupid, but I don't give Air Force veterans the weight I would a Marine veteran. I mean, you know what I mean? Like those people. So, but, but you're just assuming that Air Force veteran could have been the same job as that Marine veteran. Well, so, you say that, you say that, but Mar the Marine jobs and Air Force jobs are different. You know that, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to say they probably all have the exact same admin jobs. So oh, admin, you're just, right, admin, you're yes, just assuming sure. because he's yes. a Marine vet with his hat on, San Mexico an Air Force vet yes. with his hat on, yes, that you give more to their Marine. Of but course, they probably but, did this, they could have done the exact same job in a different branch. But the chances of an Air Force person being on the front line is very small. The, the odds of a Marine being on the front line is much greater because most of their jobs are that. Most of their jobs are not sitting back in HR because there's only so many HR positions in the Marine Corps. There's more combat positions in the Marine Corps. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you don't believe that? Moving on. <laughs> Dude, have you ever worked with these branches? <laughs> yes.
<laughs> All right, nine Georgia congressional members want answers about shortage of cancer drugs. About the shortage of them being available or about the shortage of them existing? You know what I mean? All I can tell you is I bet you there's a whole bunch of COVID vaccines. The, well, they just got new ones coming out this week. The, the job of pharmaceuticals is not to cure you because then they will lose money. Mm -hmm. It's to keep you coming back. Right. So what That's why there's not a cure for these things. And they're not going to create a cure because they don't want to cure you because then they lose money because you don't need the drugs anymore. Right. So maybe, maybe the vaccine, this whole COVID stuff, has surplused their money so well that they don't need to keep cancer people on the hook anymore. Oh. Although cancer treatments are pretty expensive. I have to assume there's a lot of money in that. Yeah. I yeah, but that. let's wipe away education, um, college tuition debt instead of cancer debt. Right, right. Oh, no, we, we, we don't want to do that. Let's just send it all to Ukraine. <laughs> the hell do we need any of that Ukraine, stuff? Ukraine or Iran, let's send them all the money. <laughs> what do we need that for? Let's yeah. just send it overseas. You know who's not asking for our money? Who's that? Oh, look at that. Earthquake in Morocco kills at least 2,000. I actually just saw something on this yesterday in the news. I don't know if it was the news, just on TV, that Morocco only has in place of like six countries for aid. That's it. To receive aid. So they're not even receiving aid yet mm. from, from the U.S. I mean, we have billions and millions to give you, Morocco. Just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, we got a printer downstairs. We, what do you want? What do you want? Just send us some prisoners and we'll give you what you want. <laughs> it, it's just, you know. But, but what, I, what, I, I, thought, I didn't know. Why would, is, there some, is Morocco a country that's not friendly with the U.S.? Or I don't know. I, I don't know the history of Morocco. I yeah. have no clue. I couldn't even probably show you on a map where Morocco was. But they have earthquakes, so it's obviously near a fault line. <laughs> yeah, narrows it down. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Or they're right in the target of climate change. That's what it is. Could be. Yeah, it's climate change. It's definitely climate change. You know it is, right? So that's why they're going to get aid, because we send them a whole bunch of money and they'll change the climate and never have an earthquake again. That's what they're going to do. That's how it that works. sounds like a good plan. So I we need it. we need a bunch of billions more. So taxpayers get to work, stop slacking, work your ass off so you can pay eighty percent <laughs> of your check to Morocco so they can change the climate. Because <laughs> Ukraine's going to be, I mean, they're going to have so much money they're not going to know what to do with it. So Morocco, we're, we're going to support Morocco. Can we change our our flag? Can we put the Morocco flag up? Can we do that? <laughs> Jesus, Lord. look, man, I, look, I'm empathetic. Two thousand people to an earthquake. I mean, that's crazy. That's you know, we've had that. I think here in the states, we've had. I don't know to that magnitude. I don't. I don't really care about the, the numbers, but that's pretty severe. Two thousand people is a lot. I mean, but what happened in Hawaii was crazy. But that's like that's that's not a conspiracy theory. Hawaii, Morocco is not conspiracy theory. Um, right. It was like a six point eight magnitude earthquake or something like that something big yeah so it was a big earthquake yeah i mean so I, I have empathy for these people i mean you know at some point you wonder too you live there i mean you know like you live right on the water so if hurricanes come in you know you know we don't want you to die well you know if, but, our, uh, former, if our former presidents live in the water with climate change so can i yeah but he's probably got bunkers and water 
proof housing and all that stuff. You don't. Um, you don't know what I have. Well, that's probably true. Yeah. I don't, but I don't have do any work, of that. You do work for the government. <laughs> but I don't have any of that. <laughs> so you are getting my tax dollars. You're getting my tax dollars. Yeah, mine too. I get tax to go right back into my salary. I pay my own salary. I'm working for free, essentially. Yeah, exactly. If you so think about it. Why do you do that? I don't know. Because I love my country. All right. Uh, we appreciate you for that, too. <laughs> and I appreciate you for showing up and talking about what we talk about. And I appreciate all of you out there for watching. Like, share, subscribe, and send us your money so we can send it to Ukraine or even Morocco now. Although I'd probably be okay sending some to Morocco more in Ukraine. But um, Hawaii comes first. So until then, Godspeed. And pull the pen ready. Boom. Thanks for joining us here at Pull the Pin Already. We hope you had as much fun as we did. If you like what we do, go ahead and hit that like button and share this video with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell button so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. But most importantly, leave a comment below. Let us know if you agree or disagree with our opinion. Hope to see you here next time on Pull the Pin Already.